Do you think that Batman Forever ever comes up on anybody's best of list for anything? It shouldn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Listen, the top 10 podcast. Podcast where every week I, Brainer Abar, along with Rachel Jamison. And from across the pond in New Zealand, <laughs> we have Neil. Here I am. There he is, right there. Every week we count down a new top 10. It could be in the world of movies, music, sports, TV, pop culture, name it. We will have a top 10 list. This week, in honor of the upcoming blockbuster movie guardians of the galaxy 2 we have decided to count down the top 10 funniest characters in superhero movies and we decided to do this because you know the first guardians of the galaxy came out and i think surprised everybody nobody knew who the guardians of the galaxy were we knew it was a new marvel movie nobody really expected it to be some huge hit or anything like that and of course it was kind of like the first really funny superhero movie and well, it, yeah. It was filled with, I mean... It's almost been, a straight-up comedy action. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, Iron Man, for instance, obviously Iron Man was really, really funny, but it was still an action movie. And this is an action movie, but I almost felt like Guardians of the Galaxy was more of a comedy than it was anything else. Right. And the reason being, all the characters were really pretty funny, and it was really written kind of like a comedy. So anyways, we thought it would be fun to count down top 10 funniest characters in superhero movies. Let's jump into it. We will have ladies go first. Rachel, what is your number 10? Number 10 is Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're starting us off right. If you don't know Howard the Duck or you just became familiar with Howard the Duck because of the little teaser at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Right. But this is a movie that came out in 86 from George Lucas the creator of your masterpieces of Star Wars and Indiana Jones and also Howard the Duck, which is a, just a terrible movie. It's it's a terrible movie. That's awesome. Okay. All right. It's a bad movie. That's awesome. It's a kid's movie, but is it a kid's movie? Because he's a pretty sexual alien duck that gets (laughs) transported to earth. This is getting interesting. Have you never seen Howard the Duck? No, I'm oh, not. Man. And I was kind of like, oh, man. Then, but then you said that sexual alien. I was like, ooh, what's happening here? But also <laughs> a duck. There's also duck boobies in, in the movie, which is really disturbing. Now you're just making it weird. It, well, yeah, the whole movie is really awkward. But Howard the Duck himself is sarcastic, full one-liners, kind of endearing because he's a cute little duck. And then pretty creepy because he says some really sexual things and well and he wants to get it on with marty mcfly's mom yeah he does not yeah. only does he want to who doesn't he just yeah, straight up that's does. the truth that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> he was ahead of his time he gets a bad rap i think howard does well it was a pretty adult movie made for children it's not his fault no it's not I could just get my career back on course. I'd only have the old standard worry left. What's that? Just can't seem to find the right man. Maybe it's not a man you should be looking for. Ah. Do you think I might find happiness in the animal kingdom, Ducky? Like they say, Dal. Love's strange. We could always give it a try. You know what I was? What I think is funny about this, you know, it's labeled a superhero movie, but what superpowers does he have besides just being a duck? Powers? You know, I guess he doesn't. But there's a supervillain. So yeah, there's a super. I guess that makes him a superhero. He's an alien. He's kind of like the poor man Superman. When you <laughs> no, think about it. no, shut your mouth. That's <laughs> terrible. That's not a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced he has super duck strength because he beats up some large human men, which I don't think a normal duck could do. I was going to say, what's regular duck strength? Right. Not enough to beat up a human man. Uh, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) This got really weird. (laughs) Uh, Number 10 is our friend Loki from the Thor movies. Good choice. Yeah, I mean, I really love Loki. I just, he's kind of like a, I don't know if I want to use the word anti villain, but he's a villain, but he's not really a villain. Yeah. Um, He's kind of got redeeming qualities, but I just, I just love how mischievous he is, which is obviously like the Norse god Loki was the god of mischief. Right. 
that's that's kind of how he should be, um, which he is. Um, I love Tom Hiddleston as an actor. I think he's uh, fantastic. And if you ever get the chance to YouTube or up on Twitter, look for his dancing memes. Hmm. And they're pretty good. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's quite the sharp dancer. Okay, I'll check that out. And I just I love the fact that he just like he mocks everything, right? He kind of plays that stereotypical British villain, you know, a bit disparaging and a bit mocking. And, you know, he's a pretty funny guy. Like he rips the piss out of Captain America when he first sees him, <laughs> which... To be fair, should be done because he's such a righteous, pompous ass that <laughs> he needs knocked down a peg or two. Yeah, no, Loki's a great choice. If we were to do a favorite villains list, he would absolutely be up there. That's a really, really good choice. My number 10 funniest superhero movie character is from Guardians of the Galaxy, actually. My yeah. favorite character when I watched the original movie actually wasn't. Most people loved Star-Lord. I actually favored Rocket Raccoon. I thought that little dude was hilarious. I mean, you chose a talking duck as yours. It's it's something about animal characters (laughs) being like really inappropriate that's kind of awesome and hilarious. You know, really, I didn't think about this, but there's a lot of similarities between Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck. The only difference is mine, you know, carries around a machine gun. But other than that, they're both kind of inappropriate. Rocket Raccoon is super inappropriate. Oh, big time. (laughs) And I love it. He's voiced by Bradley Cooper, who does a great job. And he's he's just kind of a wise ass. And in that little bitty body, it just makes him that much more funny. Like, it's a raccoon. It should be cute and adorable. Yeah. It's like the complete opposite of what you would expect from a raccoon. Same yeah, exactly. Duck. It's just, there's something about it. It's just wonderful. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, who's your number nine funniest character in a superhero movie? I went with Gru from Despicable Me, played Good by choice. Steve Carell, who is a supervillain, but like, just not really. Yeah, he's a, he's a lovable supervillain. Like, if Loki is an anti-villain, Gru is even more so. I mean, he's he's pretty much a hero. Pretty much. Yeah. And he's so good with those kids. He's such a great villain dad. He is. <laughs> this is an unpopular opinion, but I think the minions are just super annoying. Oh, I do too. Um, they were okay in that very first Despicable Me. But because of the popularity of the minions, I feel like Gru just gets kind of forgotten about. And I think he was the best part of Despicable Me. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's funny. They do kind of make him look like Steve Carell. He's got the big nose and all that stuff. I know that you're a big Steve Carell fan. Do you think that you think he's funny because of Steve Carell or the character or a combination of both? I mean, I think the character was written really funny. And I think Steve Carell was a a good pick for him. For sure. Neil, who is your number nine? Uh, number nine for me was also from Guardians of the Galaxy, and that is the big man Drax the Destroyer. He was awesome. He's so funny, that's right. He's just got absolutely no sense of irony or sarcasm. And one of the funniest lines from the movie is when, you know, someone uses a metaphor to describe something, and then the, I think Rocket says, ah, oh, that metaphor went right over his head, and he's just like, nothing goes over my head. My <laughs> reflexes are too fast, I would catch it. <laughs> Like, it was just such great deadpan <laughs> delivery. I have a plan. I have a plan. Stace, you're yammering and relieve us from this irksome confinement. Yeah, I'll have to agree with the walking thesaurus on that one. Do not ever call me a thesaurus. It's just a metaphor, dude. His people are completely literal. Metaphors are going to go over his head. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. I'm going to die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy. My number nine, I'm going to go classic superhero movies. The original Superman, well, really all the original Supermen with Christopher Reeve. I'm going actually, though, with the villain Lex Luthor, played by Gene Hackman. Uh, Gene Hackman was really, really funny in those original Superman movies. He was so kind of pompous and so kind of full of himself. He's one of those guys, he he feels like he's the smartest guy in the room. Well, he knows he is. You know, Superman is the most powerful being in the entire world, and Lex Luthor is just some dude. He has no superpowers, but he still just, like, talks to Superman like he's nothing. And I'm going to be honest with you, I can't even really remember, like, some of my favorite quotes or anything like that, because unfortunately it's been too long since I've watched the original Superman movies. Right. But I just remember watching him as a kid growing up, and actually really, really liking Lex Luthor, knowing that he's supposed to be the bad guy and I'm not supposed to like him, but I always looked forward to when he was going to come on screen because he was going to make me laugh. Rachel, your number eight funniest superhero or villain in a superhero movie. I went with Thor. 
Really? Okay, so this is, it's a weird thought to think of Thor as funny. You're just doing this to pre-advertise the new Thor movie, Partially. which is supposed to be really funny. But, yes, that is part of the reason why I started thinking about Thor, because you don't think, oh, Thor's hilarious. And maybe it's his circumstances that are more hilarious than him. But no, I think that he's actually funny. No, I was going to say, I'm completely with you on this. And spoiler alert, Thor is way higher on my list. Okay, good. Good. I think he's freaking hysterical. I, he is pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was weird. I'm a big fan of Taika Waititi, and he is primarily, he did like What We Do in the Shadows. He did a movie called Boy. He did Hunt for the Wilder People. So he typically does more kind of heartwarming, funny type movies. And he was picked as the director for Thor Ragnarok, which I thought was a really weird fit until I started thinking about all the other Thor movies. And I felt like they were really trying to make them funnier than they actually can't they came out being more superhero movies which is fine but i think that they've been pushing that comedy angle and just haven't found the right person for it but back to thor all of that's beside the point about why he's funny but he is because when you think about the first thor he came to earth it's kind of a fish out of water kind of situation he has no idea how any of these things work he's pretty oblivious and so he just does ridiculous things without realizing that they're so ridiculous they did lead to really funny circumstances right and chris hemsworth when tony stark is trying to pick up the hammer like all of that was really funny his reactions to it because he's a god so he kind of has that cocky god attitude i do love the cocky badassness um, i do like that but a lot. he's also because he's a god doesn't understand how humans work at all and so all of that is kind of funny to me he is a funny character he is a funny character in the movies and this is a movies list right but my comic book nerd self just like refuses to believe that thor is a funny character because it wasn't spoiler alert iron man is going to show up on lists and he wasn't funny in the comic books either but he's hilarious movie character and he was funnier in the comic books than thor was well I don't care. This Thor is funny, and he made my list. It counts. Okay, thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to give you grief Hey, because I'm a nerd. Neil but will it... jump in to defend me later. For sure. Neil, who's your number eight? Um, number eight is a little bit more random. Coming from the movie Big Hero 6, Fred the mascot. Yeah. <laughs> He's just kind of like this lovable, funny pothead from college that <laughs> you know he's, he's a bit of a comic book geek he you know comes up with crazy inventions like he wants the other guys to make because he doesn't have the skill to like you know invisible sandwiches and and <laughs> things like that right. but i just kind of loved him he was just good comic relief and what was actually quite a, a dark movie i thought at times um, yeah just with the, like the themes in it you know were i thought were quite dark but you know, he cracked me up and just something a bit different, I guess. No, that's a really, really good choice. I would not have thought of that, but I love that choice. And I'm glad that she chose an animated movie. And Rachel chose an animated movie, yeah. and I have one coming up as well. I feel like that was a really underrated movie, period. Yeah, I actually sure. really, really enjoyed that movie. I agree. And it was I, really sweet. It was really sweet. And I think it was, you know, really marketed towards kids and not so much adults. But it's a really well done funny smart movie i thought the art in that movie was fantastic as well it was um, it's, it's, it's a great movie oh, i'm a big fan my number eight funniest superhero movie character just had a movie come out this year and he was in a movie a couple years ago where he kind of stole the show my favorite version of this iconic character i'm talking about lego batman <laughs> if you listen to our first episode ever you know i'm a self-proclaimed batman hater my probably most unpopular pop culture opinion is that Batman sucks and Lego Batman nails all the reasons why I hate Batman. He's cocky. He's rich. He thinks he's the best. He wants to do everything himself. And this movie is so funny because it takes all those qualities and just kind of shows that Batman's a real ass. But it does make him really funny. Like, his cockiness is really, really funny and enjoyable. I really, really hate Batman, but I really, really love Lego Batman. I really enjoyed Lego Batman because he points out all of the exact things that are... Which makes me question, do people really... Do they just love these things about Batman? All right. the things you hate? Is that what they love about it? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get I, it. I guess it is. Like, I was hoping that Lego Batman would open up people's eyes like, yeah. No, but they're like, he's dude, awesome. Yeah. He's so good. Like, Batman fans <laughs> still think he's I know. so good. Rachel, your number seven funniest superhero character. This is another weird pick, but I went with Quicksilver from X-Men. Oh, yeah. Um, played by Evan Peters. He made his first appearance in Days of Future Past, and then he was also in Apocalypse. And I really hope we see a lot more of Quicksilver. 
even though his time on screen has been really brief. It's all been really funny because he's kind of just he's just a kid. So he talks like a kid. And then all of the slow motion scenes, which I think are incredible. They're the best. Okay. They're the best parts of the um, movies. They're amazing. Yeah. So he does all of these things that are funny, like stops to eat something, drink somebody's pop. He has people hit themselves in the face. Yeah. Like he's rearranging the entire scene. Uh, yeah. I could watch all- a full movie of just Quicksilver doing those scenes. I could too. Over they should give him again. his own movie of yeah. just that. Oh, he's awesomely funny. Number seven, going back to 1997, my pick is Dr. Evil from the Austin Powers movie. <laughs> Great choice. I guess yeah. that would be a supervillain. Does it make Austin Powers a superhero? Because I love that. I love the thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Dr. Evil fancies himself a supervillain. That's, that's for true. sure. That's he's true. he's a supervillain like Gru's a supervillain. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of cheating a bit. It's like, you know, the Austin Powers movie aren't really what you would call a superhero movie. It's totally worth it to talk about Dr. Evil. But, yeah, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I think Dr. Evil's freaking funny. He's a terrible villain. He gets transplanted <laughs> out of time. He's obviously like a piss take of James Bond villains. And, you know, he's just, just led to, like, you know, the $1 million line demanding <laughs> ransom. And then just, like, he's got, like, a really funny relationship with his son. Yes. We all know Rachel like. Of course. Of course. Um, Scotty, I think. Yes, Scotty don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, like, they've got a terrible relationship. <laughs> I love the Austin Powers movies. Oh, like, they're, love, love. they're amazing. Yeah. I love them, too. Preparations A through G failed, so he has to move to preparation H, which feels good on the whole. (laughs) That's a great pick. I love Dr. Evil. Preparations A through G were a complete failure. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a working tractor beam, which we shall call Preparation H. (laughs) What? Why don't you just call it Operation Ass Cream, you ass? I'm sorry, did you want some ice cream? Yes, I'd love some chocolate ass cream. Perhaps later. Dr. Evil, I love your plan. Yeah, Air Doctor, it's a really good plan. Yes, Frau, on the whole, I think Preparation H feels good. (laughs) What is it now? No, nothing. You know what? I agree. Preparation H does feel good, on the whole. Well, I'm glad we're speckensy the same lingity. That's a really good choice, Neil. Glad you like it. Uh, you can't do a Dr. Evil choice without giving us a Dr. Evil impression, though. Oh, oh you put me on the spot now. I could probably do a Fat Bastard impression because it's quite easy for me. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good call. Impression. Okay. Oh, Brandon likes his Batman, but I'm going to eat him up in my belly. <laughs> Basically, just Neil. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's just doing a Neil impression. He just sounds like Fat Bastard. It's amazing. Honestly, I've been perfecting this all my life. It's led to this moment. My number seven funniest superhero movie character is Iron Man. Yeah, I think this is kind of a no-brainer. There's not much reason to talk about it. Basically, here's what happened. Robert Downey Jr. is really, really funny. So Iron Man became really, really funny. If they would have cast anybody else, uh, Iron Man probably wouldn't have been nearly as funny. And we I would mean, not have all of these Marvel movies if Robert Downey Jr. wasn't Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, here's the thing. He would probably be higher on my list. I'm a big Robert Downey Jr. fan, but he's gotten less funny as the series has gone he on. Has. Um, you know, Obviously, Civil War, he, he got pretty serious. I mean, he's still a funny dude. But also, as the Iron Man movies went on themselves, they just became worse movies. And so I kind of felt like the writing for the Iron Man character became less and less funny and kind of more played out and tired. But that said, he's still a really funny character. And especially if you go back to that original Iron Man and then the first Avengers movie. I mean, it's Robert Downey Jr. and he's hilarious. So I can't argue with that. What about the Fallout, guys? The Fallout? I do not rate Robert Downey Jr. or the Iron Man movies at all. Really? Yeah, I'm just not a... I don't get it. Really? Yeah, I just... I don't find him that funny. I find him... Like, the character I find quite obnoxious and... Oh, he's super cocky. And I guess, like, similar to Thor in that, you know, he's cocky, but he's charming. I don't quite get it, eh? I can... I mean, like, I disagree, but I can see that. I think Robert Downey Jr. is really charming. However, they do... 
push the limits with him. I feel like they've they've got to a line where they really need to pull him back a little bit and make him nicer again. Disclaimer, I've not seen the first Iron Man movie. Oh, that's, oh, that's the, the best, best one. one. Right, so maybe I need to go back and like because I don't watch. I don't think I watched any of the Iron Man movies actually. I watched the Avengers, and I think that was my first experience of Iron Man. Oh well, then I can totally see your opinion on him. You definitely need to watch the first Iron Man because when they removed Pepper, it kind of took the heart away from him. She humanizes him a lot. I think true. Okay, yeah, can confirm. First Iron Man movie is definitely <laughs> the best and funniest one. Uh, Rachel, your number six funniest superhero character, Michelangelo. Ninja Turtles. Nice. He's the party dude. He's the party dude. If you grew up and like, if you were born in the early mid '80s and had your childhood in the '90s, like, how can you not love all the turtles? First of all, but especially Michelangelo. He was the coolest. He is kind of like the surfer dude, laid back, always cracking jokes. You had to love Michelangelo, right? You know, in a show that had a lot of comic relief, anyways, he was the most comic relief. I mean. When your character description is just the party dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Raph is so serious and angry. Donatello is just kind of nerdy and smart. And, and Leo is all serious about being a leader. Michelangelo's just wanting to have fun, man. Right. Let's party. Let's have like... some pizza. Let's go serve. Right. As a kid, he was the kid of the group. There's no responsibility in Michelangelo. He just wanted to eat some pizza and like beat up some guys and... I'm an adult, and I still think that Michelangelo is the best character. Oh, he's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice. Thanks, man. And now, of course, I'm referring to the 1990 Michelangelo. I was just about yeah, to no, ask. Yeah, not these new turtles. These new turtles can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, the original turtles. Dude, they really updated the movie to cater for all the audiences, eh? <laughs> Cowabunga. Cowabunga. <laughs> Neil, who's your number six? Number six, Rachel's already talked about him, grew from Despicable Me. Oh, yay! Yeah, he's awesome. Like, I love, like Rachel says, you know, Steve Carell, he's funny, he's ridiculous. Well, I love the, you know, the start of the movie when he's, like, you know, stealing ice cream from kids and <laughs> using his freeze ray and people in the coffee queue. Just, like, you know, he's doing villainy stuff for really petty reasons. Right. You know, which is an awesome way to use your villain powers. <laughs> Let's not kill people or do a bank robbery. You know, I want to nick some kid's ice cream and burst through the loom. But that's a much better use of, of villain's powers. And then, and they have a lot of fun with them. And like, they have a lot of fun with the accent. Yes. They do a lot of the accent jokes like fart gun instead of dark gun, boogie robots instead of cookie robots. <laughs> like, you know, it's a lot of fun character. It is. I love Gru. Uh, my number six, you know, it's funny, as much as I hate Batman, I will admit that his rogues gallery is pretty funny, pretty cool. He's got some good villains. That's the DC thing. They're way better at villains. Yeah, their villains are pretty great. And I will admit that the Joker, I mean, it's in his, he's called the Joker. He should be <laughs> funny. You can't really mess that up. So my character choice is actually from the 1989 Batman, Jack Nicholson playing oh, the nice. Joker. I thought he was hilarious because this was... He was great. He was so good. He really towed the line between comic booky fun and hilarity and then villainous. You know, whereas with Heath Ledger is really more violent and criminal. His funny comments were really menacing. They weren't yes. funny, laugh funny. They yeah. were yeah. really menacing. Yeah. Ledger's was almost like a more artistic performance. Right. Right. Whereas Nicholson's was more of a fun like Brandon says, comic book performance. Yes, exactly. Uh, he, you can just tell that Jack Nicholson had a lot of fun with the role, and he delivered his lines with such like pizzazz. Like It was kind of an over-the-top, but purposely over-the-top because you're playing the Joker. So he just went in there, and he had as much fun with it as possible, and it was written really well. And he played off his whole... You know, very self-referential with the smiles and the joking and all that stuff here. Kind of a lot of uh, self-deprecating humor, but not really because he right. thought he was awesome, but he would kind of make fun of himself. One of my favorite Jack Nicholson performances, and he's had tons of great ones. One of my favorite characters, period, from all the superhero movies, the Joker, Jack Nicholson. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> 
Rachel, you're number five. I went with Ant-Man. Okay. So you went with Paul Rudd is I what went you with went Paul with. Rudd. It's, <laughs> Good choice. This is what Marvel's gotten. Robert Downey Jr. was a great pick for Iron Man because of his natural ability. And Paul Rudd was a great pick for Ant-Man because of just who he is. Right. He's really charming. He's really funny. Ant-Man is a trash character. Let's be honest. It's yeah, not terrible. Good, if it wasn't Paul Rudd, he'd be useless. Right. Ant-Man never needs another standalone movie. But I will say that I think that they did the best that they could with an Ant-Man standalone movie. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that movie. It was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. It was fun. I don't think it was great, but it was fun, and I thought that they did well with it. But I'm really excited to see him interacting in these new Avengers movies like we just saw. Oh, he was so funny in Civil War. Oh, yeah. he's so great, and he's such a great contrast to Tony Stark because they're both incredibly funny. However, one is very lighthearted, and then Tony Stark is very egotistical well yeah i mean and paul rudd his anime character is so just kind of like in awe of getting to work with these right. heroes and very much like i suck what am i doing here with you awesome people right and that's kind of like the whole joke he and has a suit yeah <laughs> not... yeah like because like don't they pick him up and he's drunk and hung over or something right yeah. <laughs> so i mean just paul rudd being I'd marry Paul Rudd today. He's so sweet and charismatic and funny. And I think he brings all of that to Ant-Man. I don't know how you can't love Paul Rudd and Ant-Man. No, I love it. And, you know, whereas Iron Man is just Robert Downey Jr., I mean, Ant-Man really is just It Paul really Rudd. is just Paul I mean, Rudd. But, you know, I love <laughs> Paul works. Rudd, so whatever. Uh, Neil, what's your number five? Uh, number five is Hellboy. Ooh. I'm so glad Hellboy yeah. made somebody's list. He's on my honorable mentions. I didn't even think yeah. of Hellboy. That's a great choice. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, and I love Ron Perlman. Yes. Like, obviously, he brings the character to life. Not that... The character itself needs a lot of life. It's a, you know, I guess a demonic creature which is integrated with humans um, for all its life. And just kind of hilarity for me ensues. And the way he delivers the character as well is great. He's really gruff, um, but he's sarcastic and he's sweet as well. And he's got this lovable tender side. And like a lot of that lovable tender stuff for me is a lot of the humor. Right. Like you've got, you know, this big massive monster of a thing. And he, you know, loves like puppies and right, <laughs> right. You know, all that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, it's really cool. It's fun. You could remake that movie and make it really dark, and it would it'd be a crap movie. They made it fun. I'm glad you said that because I didn't know what to expect from the Hellboy movies because I didn't know much about the character. Yeah, same. I assumed it was going to be dark just from looking at it and you know knowing what it was called and what it was about. It was a really pleasant surprise for me when I watched the first one and I started laughing and I was like, oh, this character is not at all what I expected it to be. And uh, he's such a likable, funny character, which, you know, he's got horns and looks like the devil. Did not expect that at all. My number five is my animated choice. Kind of came out around the same time as the original Despicable Me. My choice, though, is Megamind. Do you guys remember this movie? Dude, I remember that you really, really liked it, but I do think that it was good and funny. It was really, really funny. Oh, uh, yeah. We've got this on DVD. I've watched it quite a lot. Oh, yeah, nice. You know, it's Will Ferrell. And again, kind of a running theme here. We We have a lot of basically comedic actors playing these roles, and they kind of become these comedic actors. So if you think... Paul Rudd or Robert Downey Jr. or Steve Carell are funny, you're going to find their characters funny. And that's how Megamind is, because it's basically Will Ferrell, an animated form, just so happens to be a villain. But kind of like Gru, he's a villain that's really got a good heart and just kind of wrong circumstances. He just kind of grew up being a villain. That's all he knew. But the superhero in the movie is called Metro Man, and he's a really, really (laughs) cocky Brad Pitt. And honestly, I consider putting him on the list, too, because yeah. he was so funny. You know, and it's funny because Megamind kind of had the better heart and Metro Man was kind of an ass. So they're kind of flip flopped. But if you haven't seen Megamind, I want to take this opportunity. I don't know why Despicable Me took off and became a huge blockbuster. Megamind did pretty well, but it kind of got forgotten. It did. I actually liked it more than Despicable Me, and um, you should watch it. It is good. It was great, and it's got all, like other good characters in it as well, like the boy villain. Oh, yes. Uh, wasn't that Jonah Hill? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And he was really good as well. 
He was. Um, and then, like, his best friend was, like, a fish in a bowl or something like that. Yeah, yeah that was his sidekick. He tried to catfish <laughs> the reporter. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was a funny movie. Like, I, I agree. I, I think it's underappreciated. Absolutely. You can scream all you wish, Miss Ritchie. I'm afraid no one can hear you. What? Why isn't she screaming? Miss Ritchie, if you don't mind. Like this. Ah! But that's, that's a poor lady scream. <laughs> A little better. Rachel, you're number four. Funniest character from a superhero movie. Spider-Man. Hey, hey that's my I, guy. It is your guy, which is, <laughs> which is why I won't talk too long about Spider-Man, because I know Brandon will have more to say about Spider-Man later. But Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, come on. You're a Spider-Man guy. That's a given. But Spider-Man was really the original funny comic book character and he I was. felt like the first set of Spider-Man movies kind of missed that part of him. A lot of that was corrected with the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield who I love. I felt like they did a lot of good with Andrew Garfield they and did. I'm I'm kind of sad to see him go because I really liked that Spider-Man, but this new Tom Holland Spider-Man just totally nails it. I love him. So I love him. Really looking forward to Homecoming. He's really funny and sarcastic, and it's very in a world where comic book movies are becoming darker and darker and more for adults. I feel like Spider-Man really works for both audiences. Like it's safe to show to kids, but he's funny enough that adults are going to find him humorous as well. He's kind of the perfect mix, and I don't think that any other superhero really gets that mix quite right preach rachel preach so, <laughs> those are my thoughts on why i like spider-man neil your thoughts i'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing what tom holland does i'm just really disappointed with the the spider-man movies i think with tom holland I think what i've seen so far was great like because i think i've said this before like spider-man's like a, he's a bit of a cheeky little shit <laughs> i mean that in a good way like i mean that in a, char right. in a charming way and he is and i just i didn't get that from mcguire i didn't really get that from garfield so i'm really looking forward to holland and i loved what i saw in civil war yes that to me was how i imagine spider-man yep like because i think he comes across as the youngest yes for sure of all the ones so far yep um, and i think that helps yeah for yes, sure for sure I, I've read Spider-Man comics since I was six years old, and Tom Holland, absolutely, as far as the on-screen versions, has you know nailed the character more than anybody else. Neil, you're number four. Number four? Another bit of a random one, but it is Will Smith in the movie Hancock. Dude, that was an honorable mention for me. That Did almost it? made my list. I actually really like that movie. I think I think it got a terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it was a really fun movie. He's an awful, awful, awful superhero. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's a bum, basically. He's, he's drunk, he's inappropriate, fucks things up all the time. He, <laughs> you know, he swears at the people he saves and sometimes yep. he doesn't bother to save people. Like, you'll just, you'll just sit there and shit will happen. You'll be like, nah, fucking I'm not getting involved. <laughs> like, it's just really funny because it's kind of like, well, yeah, actually, like, you know, if you're Superman, you know, why the F should I F and help out all the time? Right. <laughs> just be a dickhead for a while, you know? Uh, and then he kind of tries to get better. He tries to improve his public image through the movie. I just find it really funny. And it's obviously it's Will Smith. He's, I'm not sure whether you guys agree, but he's one of my favorite actors. I love Will Smith. I really loved Hancock for all the reasons you stated. Yep, I agree. My bad. Everybody all right? He's in that cell. What's your name, boy? Michel. You know who I am? My papa says you are in that cell. Well, that's not really a nice word to call a person, is it? A cell? Yeah. Because that could make someone very angry. And, you know, maybe hurt their feelings. She behave like an asshole. You're going to stop calling me that. Asshole. That's not my name. Asshole. Call me an asshole one more time. How about you, Thickness? Goggles? My number four, I cannot believe that I have three characters from the Batman universe in my list. <laughs> the self-proclaimed Batman hater. But again, this is a villain. And this was a movie that was hated... And it, people probably hear my choice and jeer, but I don't care. I thought he was really funny. 
the Riddler in Batman Forever, the uh, 1995 Batman with Jim Val Kilmer. Keeney? Yes. Oh, dude. Jeer. Jeer. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I expected this. I expected this. Now, some of this may be, you know, young Brandon. I will admit that I haven't watched this in a while, so maybe my sense of humor has changed, and I watch it now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I think this was funny? But I know back in the day when I was like, you know, a little wee guy, I thought that Jim Carrey was hilarious as the Riddler, and I would quote him all the time. And, of course, you have to understand, this came right after Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber and The Mask. So, I mean, Jim Carrey was like the man, and he was playing the Riddler. So, again, how can you screw that up? I mean, it's in the name. Again, it's kind of- <laughs> It's a film that tells riddles, though. How do you not screw that up? No, I mean, as far as being funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> a mistake to begin with. And it's Jim Carrey, and he had that ridiculous tight suit with oh. all the question marks all and over his it. His hair was bright red. It was. And of all the characters to play over the top and actors to play someone over the top, they nailed it with Jim Carrey. And again, it probably comes down to if you think this certain actor is funny, and this was prime Jim Carrey. It was. So it's either going to do one of two things. So you're going to think he's hilarious or it's going to grate on you and he's going to be annoying. For me, I thought he was hilarious. Do you think that Batman Forever ever comes up on anybody's best of list for anything? It shouldn't. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I love Jim Carrey, right? I mean, there's so many Jim Carrey movies that I love. Um, I just, just not just this, this one. one. <laughs> not, not this one. Sorry. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, Rachel, you're number three. Deadpool. I mean, he's got to make the list at some point. Everybody knows Deadpool. It was like the first R-rated comic movie that we've had. And rightfully so. Like Deadpool, the character lends himself to this and the movie would have been no good without an R rating. You're right. It's just a guy with a tragic past. It's got a chip on his shoulder. It's super sarcastic. Another kind of anti-hero, but just so funny. And he's Ryan Reynolds, who I think has one specific skill set. Yeah. He's really, really good in certain roles. And he is perfect for Deadpool. He is. I may or may not have him on my list later, so I'll I'll just let that be. I may or may not have a moment. <laughs> um, Fair enough. We'll leave it there. I really agree with everything said so far. Neil, your number three funniest superhero character. Okay, so my number three comes from the movie of the same name, and he is Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Such a fun movie, and he's kind of like, you know, he's a superhero without any superpowers. For me, the movie itself was not what I was expecting. Right. Like, I kind of went into watching it, and I had no idea what to expect, really. And it really delivered on surprising me. And it's it's just a lot of fun, you know. It's got other fun characters in it, like Hit Girl and Big Daddy. Yes. The great Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yet again. He's like an ordinary dude or a geeky kid. Yeah, he's just a high school kid, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, fed up seeing people getting shot on and, and stuff like that. So he, he steps into a fight, I think, and gets his ass kicked. And then somehow gets lucky and backs off some dudes and becomes a bit of a YouTube sensation. And it just grows from there. You know, he's just a really funny, sarcastic kid. You know, delivers a lot of great lines in the movie. So that's why he made my list. Good choice. Hey, the guy that played him, didn't he also play Quicksilver? The Quicksilver that died? He did, didn't he? Good pickup. Boom. My number three is also Deadpool. That's just why I didn't jump in. I mean... What I love so much about Deadpool was that he broke the fourth wall, and I liked all the self-referential things that were going on, the winks at the audience, the winks at knowing that he's a character, that he's a superhero. The stuff like when he's being dragged off to go see Professor X, and he's like, which one, Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy? (laughs) Yeah, that that was awesome to me. And the the Green Hornet stuff as well. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, the Green Lantern stuff. Yeah, kind of making fun. Oh, that's a Green Lantern, sorry. Making fun of his own Ryan Reynolds playing another character. There's so many wink-winks, nudge-nudges at the audience. And, you know, there's a lot of funny things about Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds and his delivery and the inappropriate stuff and all that. But my favorite thing and what kind of separates Deadpool as a character was all that stuff. And that was my favorite part about Deadpool. Yeah, the breaking the fourth wall was awesome. Yeah. Which stays true to the comic. Yes, yes, exactly. Rachel, you're number two. 
I went with Iron Man. Now, Brandon already brought up Iron Man, and I do agree that I don't love what they've done to his character as they've gone on. But I put him at number two because, let's face it, without Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, we would not have the Marvel franchise that we have. That first movie was such a success, and it was so good. And they did balance him really well with being a funny jackass, having a heart. I think you saw that with Pepper and War Machine, like his relationships with those people balanced that character out well. And like you said, it's just Robert Downey Jr., and I love Robert Downey Jr. I I think that he's playing an exaggerated version of himself, basically, and so he plays it really, really well. I hope they can bring him back around because... I think he is one of the most interesting Avengers in this movie universe that they've created. Right. But out of respect for what he did for the franchise and how funny that first one was. Yeah. So really um, needs to to watch. Yeah. It it might change your perspective on Iron Man just to watch the first one of his. I'm going to give it a chance, but only because I I respect you two and (laughs) you're strongly feeling for it. So that leads me to believe it might be quite good. Yeah. It's much better than the Iron Man that exists now in the Avengers movies. For sure. Neil, your number two choice. Uh, my, my number two, and I referred to him earlier, is being a lot higher on the list, and he is a lot higher on the list, and that is Thor. Oh, wow. Good. Which Rachel's already talked about. I kind of love Thor. He's fun. He's, he's a bit of an asshole. He's arrogant, but he's like super wooden. Right. right. Um, and for me, that makes him funny because he's just such a wooden stick up the bum asshole and like all that fish out of the water stuff in the first movie where he's you know he takes a drink ah drink i like it another breaks the mug against the wall <laughs> like and it's like you know some regular person's coffee cup and he's like chucking it around like a goblet in a tavern <laughs> and then you know the his relationship with loki is quite funny and humorous i think in one of the avengers movies they're talking about how his brother's like you know so terrible and then thor just replies with yeah he's adopted like you know just right yeah <laughs> he's got some fun lines I probably think he's funnier than a lot of other people do, but hey, that's me. I love it. (laughs) I'm glad this is high on your list. I'm really looking forward to Ragnarok. My number two choice is from a vastly underrated movie from 1999 called Mystery Men about a band of superheroes. I love Mystery Men. I love it so much. Is this the Ben Stiller one? Yes. Yes. Love it. This is about superheroes who don't actually have any superpowers. They're just normal dudes who kind of make up their powers, who think they have powers. You've got the bowler. Yeah, the bowler. And the blue Raja. The bowler just bowls. That's Janine Garofalo. Blue Raja, his power is forks. He throws throws forks forks. and knives. H. Macy is the shoveler. (laughs) He just hits people with a shovel. Yeah. You got Pee Wee Herman, who's the spleen. His power is to fart really badly. And then you got the uh, kid... Who is uh, the invisible boy? Yeah, Keenan, but he, he's Kel. Yeah, and Kel but Kel. he only disappears when nobody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time he can actually disappear. I love and it. And then actually, uh, one of the funniest characters is Greg Kinnear. He plays Captain Amazing, like a really, really cocky Superman type. Yep. But the one I went with, by far the funniest, is actually Ben Stiller, Mr. Furious. His power is actually just getting really, really mad. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because, uh, I mean, like, just think of the scenes where he gets on top of the car and he just, like, scratches the hood of the car because he's so (laughs) mad. Or he gets the little ball, the squeeze ball, the stress ball, and he just squeezes it really, really hard. (laughs) And that's, like, his power. My favorite thing about him, though, is he tries to have these really angry, biting, witty cutbacks but he sucks at him. He doesn't know how to do it, but he does it really angrily. He'll say things like, a dude says, dream on, moron. And he says, I will keep dreaming, my friend. And when I wake up, you better hope, you better hope you're asleep. <laughs> Sweet dreams, lilac. <laughs> I mean, that's just like his character throughout the movie. He doesn't know how to like have these body and witty comebacks. I just thought he was hilarious. I, love, I had Mr. Furious on my list, and I took him off because I knew that you would have him on your list as I well. I love it. Honestly, he probably should be my number one, but my number one, you know, is a given. Is a given and holds a special place in my heart. But Mr. Furious. I think, to me, is hands down the funniest movie uh, superhero we've seen. I love that pick. Great pick. Thank you. Great pick. Thank you. Morning, Sally. You're late! Yes, I know. I was up all night trying to defend the city from evil. 
But I'm sure you don't really care about that. Worse, Sarge, at 9! It's 9.25! Ooh, so I guess all the junk's probably ruined by now. Hey, sucker, what are you going to tear down that Jeep like I told you to? Okay, I thought we went through this yesterday. That old Jeep is actually an armored car of some type. It was meant to withstand bombs. I can't just rip it apart with a crowbar. Just junk it! Well, maybe if you gave me the proper tools, I could... Junk it! All right, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to have this discussion with you, but I think we should deal with it like two people who respect I wanted junks. Okay. Right now, I'm kind of like a powder keg, and you're the match. If you tell me to junk it one more time... Junk it now! Rachel, your number one funniest character from a superhero movie. Well, with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 coming out, it's appropriate that my number one is Star-Lord. Oh, so your number one is Chris Pratt. My number one is Chris <laughs> Pratt. There's this theme where I just really love these dudes, and then they make them superheroes. I'm like, I freaking love that superhero. I'm shocked. If Jermaine Clement from Fly of the Concords oh. were to play... Bro, does he uh, count now if, that he's in if, Legion? He's a mutant. <gasps> I need to redo this whole it's, list. That's a TV show. Oh, one account. Okay, whew. You're Thank good. Thank goodness. Yeah. But no... Star-Lord is Andy Dwyer, but smarter. Right. And in a different and, universe. And buffer. And buffer. And more coordinated. And yeah. more coordinated. I mean, it's Chris Pratt, guys. Let's not act like it's not Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt. But he's so good at it. I adore him. And I thought he was hilarious. And I don't think with such an unknown group of superheroes, I don't think if they had picked someone else to be Star-Lord, it would have been nearly successful because Chris Pratt is... I believe in genuinely good guy with a good heart and is funny. And I, I mean, that fits Star-Lord. You have to have that part to the funny jackass to even things out. And I think that they did perfectly by picking Chris Pratt. I want so many good things for Chris I, Pratt. I think he's going to be all right. He's married to Anna Ferris. I, I think he's doing okay. No, uh, I want good things for Chris Pratt. He's getting them. Let's talk about more about how Chris Pratt is wonderful. <laughs> A.K.A. Star-Lord yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. What was great about Guardians of the Galaxy and what, you know, inspired this list, we each have a character from Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're three different characters because right. the whole cast of characters is really funny. And, well, uh, even, and Groot is funny. We did, I, mean, yeah. I mean, not much personality there. It's kind of like a Hodor type thing, but, yeah. but, but uh, Groot fun, was funny. Yeah. Like, they used him really well. The whole movie was great. All the characters are great, but I have a special place in my heart for Star-Lord. Plus, they can take off his shirt some more, and that'd be okay, too. I feel like Chris Pratt did all that work, and they only made Star-Lord take off his shirt once. Yeah, you're right. I demand more Star-Lord chests <laughs> out of my Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Don't let me down. Listen to these words. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Then bring it down hard. Someday, we'll put it together. What are you doing? Dance off, bro. Me and you. Come on. Subtle, take it back. What are you doing? I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. Now that Rachel's masturbation session is over, Neil, you're number one. <laughs> wow, that was super inappropriate. <laughs> From one super inappropriate comment to another, uh, Deadpool is my number one. Good sig. I'm an absolute sucker for anything inappropriate and sweary and <laughs> just general being an anti-hero like I didn't know about Deadpool before I went to the movie. My partner was like, we're going to have to go to this movie. You're going to love it. Don't look anything up about it before we go. And we went to this movie, and I honestly, swear to God, just about pissed my pants so many times watching this movie because <laughs> it was so freaking funny. Um, like, there's so much I love about him. He just cracks me up. Like, his interaction with Colossus when he's mocking him. Yeah. It's just brilliant. Great, and, like, just, like, all the little things, like when his hand gets cut off and he starts growing back that little baby hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the end of his stuff. That is freaking disgusting, but it's so funny. 
like you say, Ryan Reynolds just absolutely delivers it really well. You know, he just cracks me up with pretty much everything. Every part of that movie is just fantastic. So that's why he's he's my number one. Well, and he's the only character that made all three of our lists. And he was high on all of our lists as well. Yeah. I'm going to wait out here, okay? It's a big house. It's funny that I only ever see two of you. It's almost like the studio couldn't afford another X-Men. He was actually in contention for, for my number one spot. My top three, I kind of argued with myself over how to rank my top three. But when it came down to it, I had to have this character at number one. I am the biggest Spider-Man fanboy that I personally know. Here's the deal. We are talking movies. If it were just comics, for me, it would be Spider-Man hands down. Now, Rachel was right. The original trilogy with Tobey Maguire, they didn't include the humor that Spider-Man is known for. That's one of the things that Spider-Man fans love so much about the character, and they really didn't do that in the original ones. Now, the Amazing Spider-Mans, they were much closer. And so I'm kind of partially including the Andrew Garfield character here because they... It was a step in the right direction. It was a step in the right direction. But the little bit that we've got from Civil War, I was like, this is the Spider-Man I know and love. This is exactly the things he's saying while he's fighting and his little one-liners. I mean, really, it's not like a jackass way, like a, like an Iron Man or something like that. I mean, it's just like a having fun, a boyish teenage fun. I feel like all around, he's just one of the more positive characters. Yeah, he is. He is. He's not doing it out of revenge. He's not doing it for self-gain. Right. He's doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. The more you talk about this, the more I realize how crap this Tobey Maguire ones were. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was such a sap. He was a sap. He was such a sap, and he just he just wasn't funny at all. And you're right, Spider-Man should be funny. As much as I love the original Spider-Man movies, and they got a lot of things right, it was a huge, huge, huge flaw that they never corrected as far as the humor of Spider-Man goes. But because of uh, what they're doing now in the Marvel Universe, they're going to get him right. You have a metal arm? That is awesome, dude. You have the right to remain silent! <laughs> Those wings carbon fiber? Is this stuff coming out of you? That would explain the rigidity flexibility ratio, which, gotta say, that's awesome. I don't know if you've been in a fight before, but there's usually not this much talk. All right, sorry, my bad. There we go. That is our top 10 funniest characters from superhero movies. Now, here's Rachel to tell you what we have coming up and how you can connect with Liston online. So you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Listen Podcast. You can call our comment line. The number is on our website, listentop10.com. Coming up next week, in honor of Mother's Day, we're going to count down our favorite TV moms. This is going to be I'm awesome. I'm super psyched about. Yeah. Not best TV moms. Favorite TV moms. Oh, it's going to be so good. Not hottest TV moms. <laughs> oh. Yes, Brandon. Not hottest TV moms. <laughs> they could be my favorite because they're so hot. Fair enough. That's your call to make. Norma Bates. Mmm. <laughs> Get me some. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to Listen, the Top 10 Podcast.